Yo, what's up, y'all? This your boy T-Lo. Yo, what's Gucci? This your man Tweet. What up, y'all? DJ Kid Fresh. What's up? This your boy RL. And we're next. And you're rocking with the Rebirth every Monday at 7 p.m. Rebirth Radio, baby. Every Monday, 7 p.m. Shane and Eli. Alright, rocking that old school. Peace. Welcome to the Rebirth on Philly Jams 95.3 FM. I'm your host, Shay Marriott. And it's your boy, Eli Isabel, a.k.a. The South. Got something to say. Happy Monday, Shay. Happy Monday, E. How, how are you? I'm good. I'm well. I'm blessed. Uh, all right. Are you highly favored, too, or are you just blessed? <laughs> I'm blessed and highly favored. Amen. God is so awesome. Happy Monday, y'all. What's Happy up? Monday. Rebirth family, Philly Jams 95.3. We are in the building. Yes. Yeah. Had a good weekend? I had a great weekend. Why? 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 Interesting, interestingly enough, my weekend was spent around you and the crew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those of you who don't know, I'm sure you, you all know by now. You know, I celebrated my birthday over the weekend number five. Yeah. And um, it was an awesome yeah. weekend starting from Thursday, my actual birthday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Oh my God. I'm not drinking anymore until Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I made my mind up. Yeah. Uh, so I got to get my life together. But it was great, man. It, it was just dope to have, you know, my family and friends around and people came out. You know, it's good to be celebrated sometimes. Absolutely. You know, we yeah. just, I feel like we do a lot of celebrating other people. Right, often, right, right. And so it's okay to receive I, that. I think at this point, man, when you wake up, when people say, well, what do you want for your birthday? Just being able to wake up Oof. with breath. Just to, just to Real be talk. able to, to to wake up, you know, that Open you woke eyes. up. You know, that's that's a blessing in itself. But we have some footage of your of your birthday celebration over the weekend. I hope this isn't shenanigans. Yeah, I hope it's just kind of what out. we previewed. No, no, no. It's what we previewed. I know how you get that. No shenanigans. No Nice, and you know we had to do the remix. Look, 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 look at you. Standing there when everybody was singing to the remix. Listen, I'm telling you, when you wake up, tomorrow's gonna be your birthday again. 
That's how I felt this year. Like it went by so daggone fast. It goes by. It's crazy. Yeah, it definitely goes by fast. Wow. Thank y'all for for coming. And thank you for inviting us. The behind the scenes people they showed up with the with the gift bag. Oh yeah. The Co 45. First the bag took me out. Then the Coke 45 took me out. I'm like, do I look like Billy D. Williams up in this one? Look. <laughs> I know I'm smooth, but damn. <laughs> Hit me with the malt liquor. Yeah, man. Sheesh. Yeah. Did you drink it yet? Hell no. Oh, okay. I'm too grown to drink malt liquor. Malt That's, liquor. It's 25 years ago. Coke 45. So. No, ma'am. But yeah, once again, yeah. happy birthday to you. Thank you. I, Thank you. Absolutely. And all the November babies. Mm-hmm. Scorpio season Scorpio is officially season. in full effect. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Got so to, to, <laughs> tonight, guys, we are we, we're supposed to have a guest from Good Vibes. As you see, I'm wearing the Good Vibes shirt tonight. And um, you know, it's a little too big, but I was trying to <laughs> try to make it do what it do a little bit and support. Uh, good material, but good material. Yeah, yeah, nice little logo. You can dry that. Back. Um, but okay. shout out to Good Vibes. Uh, hopefully, he will make it for his interview tonight. If not, we're gonna we're gonna keep it pushing. That's right. Um, but we are looking forward to sitting down with uh, Sean from Good Vibes and um, you know chatting it up with him and talking mm-hmm. about the mental health. This is a mental uh, mental health um, apparel line he has. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So wow. I'm really curious to know what you know. How did he come up with this and the purpose and, you know, all of that. So hopefully he will make it. He is in some traffic right now, but um, we're going to keep the show moving until he gets here. That's what we do. Yes, that's what all we right. do. Yeah. So quick announcement. Yes. If you are following us, we are now on all platforms at Rebirth You Podcast. It is no longer Rebirth underscore radio on all platforms Social media platforms is at Rebirth U, the letter U, podcast. So make sure you guys, um, you follow us. Tell them just a few of the ones that they can find us on. So so for social media, that will be uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Threads, um, and YouTube. Now, when it comes down to the podcast platforms, wherever you get your podcast, you can now find Rebirth. And that's Amazon, Spotify, iHeart. Google, um, what else? Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're out there, guys. So make sure you tap in, you check in, and you follow us. We in these virtual streets. I heart. I mentioned it. <laughs> it's a little tension That's in here okay. tonight, y'all. It it's a little, little tension because she wanted to continue to correct me tonight, but it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> Yo. It's all good. <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into a little right here, right now. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so listen, tonight I wanted to touch on uh, Miss Lori Harvey, if we could. Okay. Uh, fresh off of a breakup from Damson Idris. Again. <laughs> Again. Um, so one of the things, Shay, I wanted to propose to you, I wanted to kind of get your opinion and feedback on this. As we know, now that we know of, Lori Harvey, her dating record has included uh, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Sean Diddy Combs, Future, Trey Songs, Memphis Dupay, a soccer player, Damson Idris, Justin Combs, mm-hmm. that's right, same last the name, son. same family. Yeah, his son. Lewis Hamilton, race car driver, and Boo Theum. I have Oh, that's that's Akon's brother, Boo. <laughs> so we're so this is what we know of. So Shalori Harvey, opinion in the room, please feel free to share. 
it, 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 should she be judged in the, in, the, in the sense that she's being judged with a dating history? Because uh, everybody on that list, has, I don't know about Damson, but I'm sure all those guys who are definitely celebrities, they have a, a long, sordid dating history. And is she being judged too harshly because of her dating history? She's being judged because she's a woman doing it. They, I, I heard um, someone say... That's nine say, men right there we know of. You yeah. think they all hit... I Well, see, that's the thing. <laughs> I, that's the thing. Not everybody that you date means you slept with them, right? Maybe the relationship she was in longer, longer period of time, but... Even if it was the case, if even if that was the case, if it was, I mean, so look at Common. Common is he's look look at his dating Serial history. Dater. You know, um, all the women and the, the celebrities that he's been with. But I think she's being judged harsh because she is a woman. Um, somebody said that she the only one that's really following her daddy's uh, <laughs> advice in the book. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> They were like, talk. if you think about it, she's the only one that's really, truly uh, following his advice in the book. So Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, As she's young. She's living her life. She's having a she's good 26? time. She's 26? Yeah. That's nine yeah. bodies that we know of. In order for her to figure out what it is that she wants, she got to figure out what it is that she don't want. <laughs> well, damn. How much, how much figuring you got? So if she was your daughter, what advice would you give her? I, I mean, I... It's easy to say it's okay yeah. to have this this history when they're not yours. But if this was your child, I don't what know. would you say to her? I don't. I Slow don't down. You're doing too much. But is she? I don't know. I'm just wondering. It's what, not as a like mom, she's jumping one relationship. This is like she's in the relationships for about a year, two years, and then she she'll end up with somebody else. But it's not like she's she's with this person last month. The next month she with somebody. Now if it was like that, that's that's a little bit different. But these are like. A, a year, two year, three year relationships. Mm -hmm. And granted, men do it all the time. I am not saying there's anything wrong with what she's doing. I'm just trying to get an understanding of like how how other women view. Well, it. here's the thing: we know how the average man sees. If it. these guys were not famous, we wouldn't care. You have women doing this all the time. The only reason why we're hearing about it is because they're famous. But if we know them, we know about it. We'd be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Jenny from up the street, well, not you. <laughs> if it's Renee from up the street, mm -hmm. and we know she gets down like that, we all looking like damn, she already be getting it in. But no judgment. Yeah, I guess low-key. What's up, Corey? Corey said her mom was a monster also. Why she got to be a monster, Corey? She was. <laughs> Why she got to be a monster? <laughs> she dated two of the biggest drug dealers in Memphis, and they happen to be cousins. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's her name? What's the mom's name? Said uh, um, Marjorie. Marjorie yeah. Harvey. Yeah, yeah, she was a problem. Corey says she also gets it because she dates high profile. Yeah, I know. We know them, so that's why she gets hit so hard. That's exactly what I just said. I feel like if they were not high-profile guys, we would not be, you know, we really wouldn't be here. And just like with Common. He I mean, doesn't get any slack. The, the, the women, everybody he's dated, they just did his whole dating thing yesterday as well. And everybody except for the one person, the, um, the white woman, I didn't know about her, and I don't know who she is. But everybody else, they were high-profile celebrities. What about, so I know we've talked about on this show, I, I feel like we have, if not, maybe it's with me with some women talking about relationships, like this whole soul ties thing. Mm. Is there, like, do, do, do people really give that some kind of uh, reverence when they are out here dating? Like, you don't want to be sleeping with all these people because you are leaving a piece of you with everybody you sleep with. Have you heard? You've heard that phrase, I'm sure. The soul ties, yeah. yeah. So it depends on if you believe in it. Some people don't. Some people do. Um, I think that 
you know, well, they're leaving a, a piece of them with you. Every every person. Meaning the man's leaving it with the woman? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm so tied up, ain't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, 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 it's for real. I think it's, yeah. you know, to be honest, if she was my child, I would be like, you know what, listen, take your time. Like, relax mm-hmm. a little bit. But I think it's okay for her to be free and explore her sexuality, but it, like, mm-hmm. because you are a public figure, that comes with the scrutiny and, like you said, the scrutiny and the criticism. So, mm-hmm. I would definitely like, like, fall back a little bit. Take a break. Get and, to know and, yourself. And again, we can't assume that she is also sleeping, sleeping with, with all, all these, these people. Um, we, we can't assume that that's the case. Future definitely was in it. Come on. Everybody, I don't know about Lewis Hamilton. He might have been a really nice guy. And Memphis Depay, but the rest of them, they all. Who's seven, uh, Lewis Hamilton? He's a uh, race car driver. Oh, okay. Like, she don't discriminate. Oh, anyway, my readers. <laughs> my point is, seven of the nine. Yeah, you, <laughs> you admitted to having them now, huh? Yeah. Seven of the nine at least hit. Okay. I'm going to go out on the limb and say nine out of nine, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I ain't in her bedroom. So I'm do you saying. think nine people is a lot? At 26? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if what is a was, lot? If she was 36, I guess it depends on how old you are. Is nine a lot if you're 16? So. <laughs> is nine a lot at 26? It depends on. Right. You, what your value system, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like, you know, when I when I got when I got married, right, I feel like so we were having a conversation and it was in premarital counseling and we were talking about sex and partners. Mm-hmm. And so she threw a number out there and I was just like, since you like 32, I mean, you like 35, stop that with that little number. In my, in my head, I said <laughs> that. I'm like, come on, son. But anyway, I let her get that off. Uh-huh. And then I dropped my number way down, too. I mean, okay. that's, if that's what we doing. Mm-hmm. But what are we lying for? What are we lying for? Yeah. I'm glad no one's never... I, I, I mean, I think... I don't think men can handle the numbers from women, if they were to be honest. I don't I don't think y'all can handle that. It depends on the woman. Like, if you always been out in the club, footloose and fancy free, and I know you from that life, mm-hmm. and you hit me with a certain number, then I, I could probably swallow it. But if you've been this quiet little... You know, you go to church all the time, and you talking about the Lord, and you got the same numbers as the chick at church, I'm going to be a little more stunned. I'm going to be like, ah. <laughs> Just depends on how you present yourself. Uh, yeah. And sometimes the women that seem to be loosey goosey at the club don't be doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So it, it just kind of depends. Hmm, okay. What's your What's your body count? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Are you one hand? Nice try. Or two hands? Tasha says, "Why do we have to tell at all? What does the information do?" That's a good question. That what is a does good the question. information do? I think a man, all in the back of his mind, and no matter how hoarse we've been. In the back of his mind, he always wants to know that he's not marrying a town whore. <laughs> That's what the number he could be. But, yeah, he, he could be the town whore. He could be, but men aren't judged as harshly. Oh, gosh. It's still a it's, lot of... It's horrible. I know. Yeah, one-sided stuff. It's horrible. But, yeah, Tosh... That's why we wanted another number. <laughs> you know, one hand is awesome. Yeah, we, that's wife material. Mm-hmm. But you you get you get the two or three hands. Yeah. You know, I even it depends. It, listen, if you're 40 and you got a, a, a two and a half hands, I don't think that's bad. <laughs> Especially if you've had, you know what I'm saying? You you know. I I think that before you decide to settle down and get married, you well, should be able to explore. Explore who you are as a person. Explore who you are sexually. Because you have a lot of people that are in relationships that 
sexually are not they they're not sexually satisfied because they don't know what makes them feel good right so until you are able to like really explore and find out what makes you feel good you know well how many people how many men does that take (laughs) it might take a minute because again everybody is not sexual compatible they you know the chemistry and all of that you I'm sure you've had people that you did not have that sexual chemistry with, right? I'm like, only nah, doing one woman. Ain't it. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, we've all had some whack sex. And it's hard for a man to say this sex was whack. Because most dudes can pretty much give them a hold, they're good. But there is some some whack sex out there. I'm just that's just real talk. Okay, I didn't that's just a hmm. You ever been with the person? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. What's up, mom? I think I oh, announced Ms. you Eileen. now. Hey, Miss Eileen. What's up, mom? My mom watching. Miss Williams. Like, All right, right. we're going to bring it down a notch. Let's All right, so that was your right here, right? Talk. Let's get off the that sex talk. That was your right yeah, here, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, I'm done with that. I'm okay. done with that. I didn't know she was on. She just you, came you on. You should have said something. She said, I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What up, Tim Slate? <laughs> See, Tim Sade is into that topic right in. there. Okay. What up, bro? <laughs> but that's valid, though. Yeah. Like, it's just different with men and women. I mean, we could have a 200 and you have 10. We're looking at you with the side eye. I, I, I think that, I mean, we haven't introduced our guest. Our guest did make it, guys. So we are going to get on to um, our, our guest. But since we're having this conversation, I would like to know. I would like to know. I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Okay. Yeah. Shine so, a light on them. <laughs> what was the, what, the question you had? You said. So we were talking about Lori Harvey mm-hmm. and her known body count, the people that we know. So, it, it, you know, both Combs, dad and son. So the body count that we know of is like one, nine at 26. Okay. Is that a lot for a woman, in your opinion? For I what would, is for would, a woman mean? I'm just saying, it, uh, this is guys talking. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I digress. So I, that would really depends on what you got exposed to. Like, I went to Del State. Okay. <laughs> so. Y'all great. Don't make me get my son again. So, <laughs> okay, go ahead. You like, went to Del State. Yeah, I went what? to Del State. And, like, automatically, <clears throat> like, the ratio between males and females is, yeah. is, is significant. Mm-hmm. Right? I think it was maybe, like, one to, like, 43. What? Boy, guys or girls? Uh yeah, one guy oh, to what? like wow, that's one like, guy to like that's better than Atlanta. Forty three females, wow. or something like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So Jesus. so being there, uh, females are sharing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and the guys are having fun. So I, over it, it's yeah. it's gonna happen. So it's not a know? judgment. It's not you're not judged as much. No, nah, I'm not gonna judge them as much now. So you meet this you meet this young lady. You are like digging her. Y'all look at the food court at the Dover Mall. You do right. your thing. <laughs> right. You, you buying that old nasty Chinese food I they mean, got in there. I you mean, like her? Yeah, I mean, if you, whatever you do before me, that's is, that's your business. You know what I mean? As long as it, as long as you ain't messy with it, and it's, it's all okay. out there. You know what I mean? That's easy for you to say after college. Right. When you're there on the yard, living at 19, 20, oh, 21, nah. yeah, you gotta. So you have a different perspective now. I'm saying, yeah. take it back to that. Point. Oh, take it back to that. Point. Oh, no, nah, I ain't. ain't <laughs> you sure it'd be more like nine cats on the yeah, yard. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even thinking about. Trying to like be your boyfriend or nothing like that, like no. <laughs> What's my <turn? laughs> okay, okay, okay. So what I'm hearing is, I think it it also just it matters about where you are in life, age wise. Yes, and, definitely. And, right. Definitely. Okay. Corey said the only ones you care about the list are the ones who aren't on it. <laughs> 
for well, real. Well, I, I don't care. I, well, I'm talking about Lori's list, but I don't want to miss her. I don't want her. Nah, Lori, she. I don't, I don't, I don't I'm going to be her father. I, I was just saying, <laughs> before you came, I said, I heard yesterday they were saying she's the only one that's right. actually really reading and doing what her father says in the book. No, that no, he seriously. Wrote. No, for, for real. And I'm, trying to, and I'm trying to think, too, because when I, like, when I when I look at Lori, I look at I look at life totally different, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know she has money. I'm sure she's probably not in school and nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So like, right. she's probably spending like every single day with her partner. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. like, I, I I don't know. Like she got a lot of money, so she got a lot of time on her hands. Mm-hmm. So she could really just be thinking, you know, what's what's going on? If it ain't it, it ain't it. Yeah, like, it's like, I this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored. And she, <laughs> might be, she might be bored. Right. She might get get easily bored in her relationship. She probably be signing. She probably be making them sign a contract. Like, so, All right, yeah, you're only going to be here for like a year. But or six again, months. now before Michael B. Jordan, and now I know that this happens in Hollywood. I heard that this was the case. You have where they put people together. I believe as that. a contract for a mm-hmm. certain amount of time, and if you mm-hmm. notice, a lot of these relationships are only lasting one or two years. Why would Michael and B. Jordan need the, that from her? Why would he need that? No, no, no. It's it's to bring whoever. Yeah. It's the publicist. It's the publicist. They're bringing them. It's bringing them whoever yeah. up to whatever publicity that yeah. they need. Okay, so she needed it maybe. Because I, I he didn't need her. He's one of the top paid actors I, in Hollywood. Yeah, I think they absolutely. both benefit. I think they both benefited from it. Yes, because yeah. there was a. Um, there was something that was going on with Michael B. Jordan and women that were not black. Mm-hmm. And he right, lost right. a lot of black women supporters. So when they brought him and uh, Lori Harvey together, they were saying that that brought his mm. his supporters back together. So, gotcha. yeah, I read the whole a whole article. They said it's, it's very common. He said he dated right. enough yeah. black women when he was Wallace on the wire. <laughs> that was enough right there. What's yeah, that, that was Thank you for joining us. <laughs> All right, guys. For what? What else? You got anything else? We can get right into that. I was okay. going to talk about uh, my Black History fact, but let's get into my man because he he here. He we on short time. Let's get it. All right. right. All right. Let's so. Do it. Finally. Yes. Finally. Finally. Y'all been wearing the Good Vibes t-shirt. Yes. Great threads. So I, I appreciate the merch too, dog. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get you. I gotta get you. I gotta get you. I haven't turned around yet. But um, welcome to the rebirth. I now, how you say your last name? Where? Like where? where you, like where you going? Okay, yeah. all right. Sean Ware from Good Vibes is here in the building. Welcome yes. to the Rebirth. Thank you. Finally. Yes. Finally. You came all the way from D.C.? D.C., yep. Wow. Yep. I was like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't missing this Wow, all. wow. Thank you for coming. Yeah, appreciate no that. Yeah. No sure. So talk to us about, about Good Vibes. Um, Stay uh, okay. mental. Stay mental. Yeah, yep. like that's, that. that's That's our slogan, stay mental. Mm-hmm. Um, so... F- First and foremost, right, my name is Sean Ware. Um, you know, born and raised in uh, South Jamaica, Queens. Um, I went to Delaware State where I served as a student government vice president, you know, during my fraternity. I'm a part of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. Nice. Okay. one of my That's older brothers up. right here who came to support me. Okay. Um, um, uh, I actually started the brand because uh, while I was in student government, um, I tried to implement a mental health day while I was there. And they actually denied it for uh, for whatever reasons that wow. couldn't be spoken on or, or whatnot. Hmm. Um, in which most times when you're denied, you're not you know not told no. You're just redirected. Yeah. You know. So um, after I graduated, um, I kind of told myself you know because I, I, I got fired from my first job okay. out, out of college. So I told myself if I ever, ever got fired again, I need some type of way to make some money. Right. Right. So at first, of course, you know when I launched the business, it was all about making money. 
until I was like, you know what, I gotta have something attached to the brand to give it some type of meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when I decided to add mental health to the brand. Okay. Because um, I already had the name Good Vibes Only, mm-hmm. but I was like, how can I promote, you know, mental health through this brand? And that's promoting positivity. Yeah. Um, and promoting awareness. Right, um, promoting you know just an understanding of who you are, you, the mm-hmm. things that you've been through. It's just, it's just experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna shape you to who you are. But at the end of the day, like that's what's intended to happen in your life. Yeah. You just can't look at it on a negative aspect. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Sure. So that's we launched it in 2019, and nice. you know we we've been we've been going strong. I think we took like a break for like maybe like a year. Okay. Uh, but then we picked it back up, and mm-hmm. you know the ball's been rolling ever since. That's good. Thank that's you. good. Yeah, that's dope. Thank you. It's, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm um, 28. So, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so old. <laughs> no, I just want to say, because I love to see young black men. Absolutely. Black men, period, but definitely right. our young people who are yeah. focused. Right. You know what I mean? Because the average cat, yeah, age, he on something totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. So I just want to commend you on that, bro, because that's, like, that's big right there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. What made you want to do mental health, though? Um. So... I grew up dealing with uh, depression and okay. anxiety. Uh, well, I, I started dealing with anxiety. I believe it was my sophomore year of high school, mm-hmm. um, but I was already dealing with depression. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my sophomore year of high school, uh, I got robbed in front of my house. My yeah, I got robbed in front of my house by, by gunpoint. And I started dealing with anxiety, but I didn't know it was anxiety until I started going to therapy. Right. And, you know, after I started explaining, you know, Certain things that I was doing, I was walking home like on my on my block in New York. Um, there's no there's street lights, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of trees, so it's like a, it's like this maybe three quarters of the block is like mm-hmm. pitch pitch black. So I'm walking around in circles, mm-hmm. but like I'm not noticing. I'm noticing I'm doing it, but I'm just doing it just to just to watch my surroundings. Yeah. But if I don't do it, I'm paranoid. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, when I spent that to my doctor, they explained to me that I was dealing with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just the different bursts of, you know, uh, mixed moods and, you know, mm-hmm. one day being happy, one day being sad and being down. Um, they told me about that being depression. And, um, you know, I just kind of realized that I just wasn't aware of what I was dealing with. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand, you know, the triggers. I didn't understand um, what things I've um, encountered in life mm-hmm. that kind of build up to that point. And when I realized that, I was like, you know what? Now I'm able to kind of fix it. So, yeah. you know, I grew up in a Caribbean household. Okay. Right? So mm. that that's trauma within itself. I got right? a question about that. <laughs> <laughs> both my parents, both my parents are from Jamaica. So, oh, you know, it's nice. a different it's a different lifestyle compared to, you know, some yeah. of my friends who were born who are born here. Okay. You know, so um at that point, at that point I realized that I kind of noticed like, all right, cool, I this is what I was dealing with. What my mom did wasn't wasn't mm-hmm. right. How my dad is, all right, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I started realizing like, all right, cool, I feel some type of way about this. Let me actually go and talk to them about mm-hmm. about this stuff. And I think that was the first uh the first step in my healing journey was really going to my parents and telling them about everything that they did. Wow. Um in which that they thought that was okay. Right. Because that's right. why they were raised. Yeah. Yep. But you know, for me it was totally different because my environment is not their environment. Mm-hmm. You right. Know, so did you get any pushback? Uh, from your parents about therapy. What do you need to go to therapy for? Oh, well, my, my mom is very my mom was very receptive. Uh, that, okay. that's that's one thing. My dad he was just like, oh okay, you know. But my mom <laughs> she was very receptive to it. Um, 
at first, maybe when I was younger and I was telling her like, oh, I'm depressed, da, da, da. Like, I was just saying it because I was just, I just said it. Yeah. Or whatnot, you know, you just have certain words. You just say something just because it sounds good or is connected to being sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I got older and I and I would say it to her, then she was like, all right, do you want to go to, do you feel like you want to go to therapy or whatnot? And I'd be like, yeah. And then that's, that's good. Yeah. And that's good. That's, to be so really young good, and to recognize yeah. it yourself that you yeah. know what you needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing I, I, I realized about myself. I was very, I'm very self-aware. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I know if I'm, if I'm going to do something i know if it's wrong i know if it's right mm-hmm. right um i know like i always take into consideration how people might feel mm-hmm. um that's, that's one that's one big thing about me for sure that's good yeah nice <laughs> so mental health is big and, and you know as you know both eli and i are mental health therapists as well right. and um that is our platform mental health relationships right. normalizing it in our community and yes. stuff so i love the fact that you put that together yes. um because not only you know our generation but y'all generation yeah. i really feel old when i say it we're probably his parents y'all. generation but listen and i'm saying and i'm teaching and i'm teaching and my mom my mom she 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 she's she's older she's older okay she had me she had me uh when i was 39 when she was 39. okay, okay. i was about to say that <laughs> okay i feel okay yeah. what in the caribbean is going on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the one thing that I always say, this generation, the next one, mm-hmm. they, listen, they got their therapist and God. They're way ahead and of And I love it. They're I way love ahead it. Of the I absolutely love it. No. Y'all do not play when it comes down to going to therapy, right. having a therapist, and you're no. okay with talking about it. Yeah. And I think that's great. That's sure. what's needed. That is so what's needed. That was needed. such a shameful thing when we were growing up. Yes. Yeah. First of all, you weren't you you yeah. going. We were going to beat the shit out of you and get yourself together. <laughs> you ain't no, right. you're not depressed. Go in there and sit down. Right. You got food. You got some you clothes. Go you got a house. You, got a house you need to go, go to church. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to go to church so and pray. It's definitely different. Right. Thank God. <laughs> right. It is, you know. Definitely, for sure. All right. So, um, I had a question for you. Where okay. did I? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So some of the things that you were talking about, um, you was some of your tips was how to grow through first generation burden. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk um, about that. So growing, so growing through the first generation burden. So, of course, I'm first generation, um, first to graduate high school, go to college. Nice. Um, I was the first one to be born in America. Like my mom and my oh, dad, wow. they were born here. My siblings on both sides, they weren't born in America. I was the only one that was born here. Wow. So like, so basically, they hate you, don't they? They, they hate you, I was for sure. Yeah, I know they did. Yes. I know they did. Listen, they hated me so much, they, they began to love me. Um, <laughs> uh, but but um, growing through that, honestly, like it, what I tell people is, like, you got to really take the good out of, out of, out of the bad situation, mm-hmm. right? Like, the only thing, the only thing that, that's the bad to come from it is the fact that you may not have all the knowledge that you want to have when you become an adult. Mm-hmm. The good thing about it is you still get to learn. Yeah. Right? You're still in an environment where you, where you get to learn. And I think at that point, I think at that point, your brain is a, is, is open game. It's fair game. So you can really just learn whatever it is that you want to learn. Um, just really figure out what it is that you like. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but identify, identifying, you know, those key moments in your life where you felt like it was very tragic and, mm-hmm. and, and talk about it mm-hmm. and communicate because I feel like most people won't talk about it most people won't communicate man what happens what starts to happen is resentment starts, yeah. to, starts to come into play yeah. you know um, and I felt that with my dad mm-hmm. um, and I, you know, I spoke to him about it 
a um, few times, even though he was probably like, yeah, da, da, da. It's just like, you know, just, <laughs> but for me, I had to, I kind of understand that, all right, if I'm going to tell him about it, I got to, I got to understand who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, if he ain't going to be receptive, then he's not going to be receptive. Just as right. long as you know. Right. Yeah, right. Because yeah. Um, it's crazy because even today I was talking to my coworker and I was like, yo, these kids are just driving me crazy because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a teacher. Right. So oh, I'm like, wow. these kids, you know, I'm like, these kids are driving Ooh, me crazy. God bless you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was like, you know, some of these kids, like I, I'll give them, you know, some knowledge or some advice. Mm-hmm. And it's like they don't want it, you know, and yeah. she's also and it's crazy because she was an MHP. She's a mental health pra- um, practitioner as well okay. um, at the school. And she was like, some of these kids, they, they will pocket your advice. Which mm-hmm. means that they'll they'll have it in the back of their minds. Mm-hmm. They won't use it. They might not use it today, tomorrow, right. or next week. Mm-hmm. They'll use it either when they're ready for it or when or when life forces them yeah. to actually listen to it. Yeah. You know, and when when that hit me, I was like, oh wow. I, yeah. Then I started yeah. thinking like, all right, cool. That was probably the same thought process I had with my dad. Just I just didn't have that in words, mm-hmm. right? So um, you know, letting my dad know like certain things that you know he might have did growing up and that I wasn't really too fond of mm-hmm. or that might have. Uh, gave me a traumatic experience mm-hmm. uh, at least as long as he knows that he's able to make the adjustments and you know behavior wise he ha- he has made the adjustments he hasn't done anything right. verbally different or whatnot um just action wise he does he does okay. a lot more than he does than he does before well, but just the good. fact that you could yeah. he would even want to hear you out like yeah. most parents yeah. from you see your parents are older so yeah um, yeah, yeah the sure. fact that he would even listen now whether he's like uh, like you say, kind of like you know, maybe blowing it off. But the fact that he would sit there and let you, you know, express yourself, mm-hmm. I think right. that's that's a start right there. Absolutely. And you're planting the seed, like yeah. with the kids. We don't always see it come to fruition, but we give it to them, and then at some point, it, they're gonna use it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. By choice or by force. Yep. But it's coming. Either way. Yeah. I'm telling you. So it's coming. That's that's the beauty of everything. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I feel though some of the, some of the things that we go through in life, you know, although tragic and mm-hmm. cause trauma, um, it's like we we turn that into into power. We turn our pain into power. Yeah. And you know, because I could think about some of the things that I may have gone through in my life, and I don't have any regrets with going through them right, because it, right. it made me into the person that I am right, today. Exactly. Um, and when you're able to see that, you kind of look at the you look at life a little bit differently, right? Mm-hmm. right? But it does take a lot of healing and understanding, mm-hmm. self awareness yes. to be able to get to that that right. space. Yeah, and um, there was this there was this. Uh, it's not even a quote, but um, you know, just popular question most people ask folks like, if you could go back in time and say something to your 14 year old self, right. mm-hmm. 20 year old self, like, what would you say? And you know, every t- I. I it was a lot of times where I sat there and I was like, yo, I don't know what I would say to myself, but, and then it was just one day it clicked. I was like, I would, I would really say nothing. Mm. Like, I wouldn't say nothing at all. Because, mm-hmm. like, everything, I'm I'm proud of who I am today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like everything I've been through allowed me to get to where I am today. Yeah. And if I didn't have those experiences or if I had maybe that pep talk that moment, I maybe wouldn't be where I'm at right yeah. now, you know? That's mm. um, so that's, 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 yeah, so that's you let you go yeah. through everything again the way you did. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, because at the end of the day, like, when I used to go through my stuff, I used to be like, God, why? Like, why? Why, yeah. why me? Like, what am, what am I? Like, why am I going through this? Mm-hmm. But then it's like, every, every time I had that question in a particular situation, mm-hmm. I would always be like, oh, okay. This mm-hmm. this is this is what it was for. Yeah. Wow. You know, so it's it was like one of those things where it's like I stopped um questioning and I started uh, to do a living uns- living unscripted. 
mm. right? Um, it was something. It was something where it's like uh, I think I was watching Mike Todd, and okay. he was speaking. He was speaking about um, living scripted. You know, you you want your life to be like this. You want the glitz and the glamours to be looking like that. You want the lights to be shining over there. Yep. You want you you don't want everything wherever you right, want it. Right. But in reality, like just because you want it there doesn't mean that that's the best setup yeah. for you. Yeah. You know, so that was that was the biggest that was the biggest thing for me. And you know, when I, once I noticed that, and I kind of you know adapted that to that mindset and adopted mm-hmm. that, it was it was like like the end all be all. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that um, a lot of people do struggle with that because of your Instagrams and your you know what I'm yeah. saying they're living off of what they're seeing yeah. and what it's, they think it's supposed to look yeah. like? I honestly, I think I think a lot of people don't know, don't know how to think for themselves. Mm. Um, they they see social media and they yeah. really see like, all right, yeah, well, this person's living like this, or this person is in the gym every day and their body's like this, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, like I'm looking like I like for example, I'm on Instagram sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll see like the fitness, mm-hmm. yeah. fitness ladies or, or whatnot. <laughs> And you know, there's other women in the comments who might be feeling down and mm-hmm. about themselves or whatnot. And I forgot, I forgot who it was, but they was it was a rumor going around like that person got their body done and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. They was a fitness instructor. They were they were the ones running the fitness saying, okay. "Oh, I do this every day. I eat like this." And I'm just like, "You you went under the tape. You went you went under right, the right. table. You, you know what I'm saying? They don't <laughs> tell <laughs> but you're not yeah. tell, but you're not telling everybody yeah. that. Yeah. You know, so everybody's yeah. thinking that they're a failure." And they're, they're really not, right. you know. Um, and even even and same thing kind of goes for the guys too. You know, you got some guys who, you know, on the grand wearing everything designer and mm-hmm. whatnot. And it's just like if you see, and it's like for like women, right? For for example, they might see if he's on the grand mm-hmm. on Instagram all the time wearing designer, they automatically think he got money. Right. But if I'm not on the grand wearing designer, right. I ain't got I ain't got you money. Ain't got I'm, right. I'm broke. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but in all reality, yep. that's how it is. Mm-hmm. The guys wearing the designer on on a gram most of the time they're broke. the ones broke. Yeah. yeah, you know. So it's like absolutely. It, it's it's the way Instagram is programmed right now, especially with Justin the Late Boy mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. He, I unfollowed him. <laughs> I unfollowed him because at some because at some point he was getting me mad, and it was no reason for me to get mad. <laughs> like, especially when you could just yeah. unfollow. I'm like, yo, all right, he's out of here. He's out of here. So like that was it, it, it's it's. People just got to be able to think for themselves. Yeah. Um, people got to be able to unplug from mm-hmm. technology a little bit. Um, and if you aren't able to unplug from technology, then it is a problem. Yeah, um, for yeah. sure. You know, you really got to discipline yourself to just say, you know what, let me let me put this away a little bit. Let me delete Instagram. Right. Or whatnot. But yeah, I just think that most people just don't just don't think for themselves. That's it. Yeah. 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 So w- when did you, so with your life experiences as a youngster coming up, when did you realize you wanted to help people? help others um at what point did that click for you like you know what let me reach back when did that click i think that honestly clicked for me 2016 okay spring spring 2016 so um i went to del state my freshman year i uh i I came to del state 2013 Mm -hmm. i did my entire freshman year there then i transferred out I went to SUNY College out of Westbury back in New York mm-hmm. um, for my entire sophomore year and then my first semester of my junior year. Um, then I decided to come back to Delaware State. Right. Um, when I came back, the first thing I wanted to do was join this organization called Men of Color Alliance, called MOCA. Mm-hmm. And that was an organization that was like big on women empowerment, mentorship, um, 
you know, just building a community yeah. surrounding young males on campus. And I think I walked into, I think I walked into that organization um, blindly, mm. didn't realizing that I was, I was putting myself in a position to actually help people. Okay. Right. And, but that's not necessarily what I wanted to do. Okay. You know, gotcha. um, when I got into the organization, mom, because most of my friends who I looked up to at the time, mm-hmm. they ended up joining joining that organization. Okay. They ended up running for student leadership. And I'm like, oh, I want to be just like them. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to get into student leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't know the intangibles. I didn't know the things that it came with. I just went, did it for the for the glitz and the glamour. Right. Right. Uh, walked into the role and I ended up getting on the e-board. And when I got on the e-board and I started seeing how everything worked on the back end. And when I seen how everything worked on the back end and what's the the, the bigger goal yeah. at mine, we had we had our first we had our first program and I seen everything that they wanted to happen just unfold. Oh, we're gonna yeah. do this because we're gonna get the whole entire crowd to get engaged. We're gonna do this because we want so and so to do this. And when I started seeing it happen, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And these people are asking questions that, and they're learning from each from everybody's answers, yeah. right? And I'm giving my own answers, and everybody's like, oh, that's a good answer. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually good at this. I'm yeah. wanting something. And yeah, I wanted something, you know. And from that point on, that led to um, me getting uh, across my fraternity, I think, that following semester. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ran for student government. Okay. Um, I ran for student government and, and I actually won. And then that's when I that's when I really realized, like, oh, I really want to help people because of the platform that I realized that I had. Yeah. 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 I'm like, first I was on a smaller platform, you know, we have we have programs maybe like once every two months or, you know, it's not really much noise around it. Uh-huh. But when you're in student government now, it, it you the, you the face. Yeah. So yeah. you gotta you gotta yeah. you gotta deliver. Um and then that's when I started realizing like, all right, cool, you know, there's a lot of people on campus who are dealing with things like me. Um, there's a lot of kids on campus who are broke, just like mm-hmm. me. Um, and at that point, I tried to, I, tr- I started realizing, I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, what it is that I can, I can honestly do um, to help everybody school, school wide. Yeah. Um, so we implemented discount cards. Okay. Um, that give them certain discounts at certain stores on uh, Dupont Highway in Dover. Okay. Um, and then I tried to implement a mental health day. Nice. Uh, but what I tried to, what I really tried to get them to do was. And change the name from Reading Day mm-hmm. to Mental Health Day mental because health we had day. day off anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was like you might as well just just change the name for us. Right. So Mental Health Day gives the day gives the break. The school year's over. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they said no, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like this. I'm like that's what I really want right there. Yeah. That's what year I, was this? This. So at that point, that was 2017. Okay. So a year. So a year from me transferring back to Doe State, mm-hmm. I did. All of that, Men of Alliance, yeah. SGA, Joint Fraternity, all those different things. So, I just, I just tried to use, I just tried to execute on the platform that I had at that moment to, to, to make an impact. Yeah. Um, it worked. I didn't, it didn't go all the way because mm-hmm. I kind of hit that, that brick wall. But mm-hmm. you know, the I'm, effort. I am, I am where I am. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. And that's what's important because we all should be using our platform. Right. Exactly. You know, to, to do something. Um. So I, I think that we have come a long ways when it comes down to, to mental health. And I right. know that what they're trying to do is actually change because mental health has such a stigma on it. Right. They're changing it to uh, brain health. Brain health. Um, 
it just I guess sounds a little bit more healthy. I mean, <laughs> because mental, yeah, because we're we're used to you know mental health right. or whatever, but because mental illness has such a stigma mm, yeah. that you know they're starting to use that word okay. a lot now. So okay. if you see it, you know that's what they're trying to move towards gotcha. saying that brain health versus. Um, mental health. So. Does it sound less stigmatized? Well, well here's the thing. Well, Brain health. Because I, I, I guess you think about your physical health. Yeah. Right? right. We call it the physical, right? And mm-hmm. and that's what we're ch- supposed to be treating the the, the brain. I so. remember when you couldn't say retarded no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's a developmentally disabled. I'm like, that's a whole lot right there. This is more retarded. Yeah. Everything, <laughs> everything's if say, changed. If you say retarded in the school system right now, you up, you bye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What grade do you teach? Uh, seventh and eighth. Seventh oh, and eighth. wow. And yeah. what class? Science. Science. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, you smart on top of all Man. of that. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. got, I, got, I got a little brains on me. Okay. So keep that brain health in order, brother. Right. <laughs> Science, man. So another tip you have is mm-hmm. focus, following one course until successful. Yes. Um, so that was a quote that I actually came across uh, a few years ago. Uh, one of my girlfriends had, had said it on a pod interview. And it was one of those things. And I also seen a video about it a couple of days ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was speaking about being able to kind of focus on one thing. And allowing that one thing to allow you to jump into many other things, right? So, um, you know, especially now, I feel like everybody is kind of, uh, kind of integrating over into being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah. you know, some people are, are trying certain things out and they don't know if they like it, and they're trying to do that and then trying to start like three, four other businesses at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're not really giving any focus to, giving a main focus to one specifically. Right. And that's where a lot of people fail at, you know, because a lot of people are thinking that, or I, because I launched my business today and, you know, I got XYZ amount of followers on Instagram who are my friends, they're automatically going to f- start supporting my business. No. No, sir. <laughs> it, it don't work like that. <laughs> um, I mean, I had to learn it that way. Right. Yeah. Um, so they're like, all right, cool. Well, they're not supporting this one. I'm going to go try to do this. Or they're not mm-hmm. doing this one. I'm going to go try to support and do this. When in reality, our friends are really not the ones who we're right. going, right. going for. Right. right. Um, so, yeah, just focusing on what, what it is that you generally want to do. Mm-hmm. Like me personally, I, I like I like doing clothes. I like being mm-hmm. in comfortable clothing, you know, sweatpants. You, you'll rarely see me in jeans. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. that's 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 my look. That's that's what I'm going to keep designing. That's what I'm going to keep putting out there because that's yeah. that's me. But. I'm not going for anybody else. I'm not going to try to start, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, a, a cutting hair business. Uh-huh. And, yeah. And I'm not going to try to do all, all this all this extra stuff that has nothing to do with what I'm doing right now yeah. with my brand. It's like, you know? let the main thing be the main thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and I have two other businesses, but they all tie into the brand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, I have, I do photography, mm-hmm. right? I just kind of, like, launched that. But, like, I... I kind of do freelance if my friends need photography, okay. they'll they'll book me or whatnot. If I want to do like a photo shoot for my brand mm-hmm. and none of my photography friends are around, I'm a I'm a I'm a do I'm a do the shoot. Okay. Right. Um, and then I have my um, my community. I started. I have a mental health community. Well, my brain health community called okay. it's called House of Vibes. House of Vibes. Um, House of Vibes. Okay. And it actually nice. became a nonprofit today. So shout out. Okay, shout out. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. So um, I, I started that two I started that two years ago. Okay. Um, it was basically, it was giving um, exposure to like entrepreneurs 
mm-hmm. in different communities who are doing phenomenal things. So like we'll have panelists, we'll have guest speakers. Okay. Um, you know, music, food, uh, drinks. Um, so is it like a, uh, is it an event? Yeah, it's, or a, it's, you a, do? It's, okay. a, it's a big event, yeah. Nice. Um, we have vendors there. So okay. we have like clothing brands. Um, is this a yearly thing? Yearly thing, yeah. Okay. So. I'm doing it, so I'm doing it annually. So I'm actually, I'm actually planning on uh, launch. So right now we're doing the DMV. So we got, we have one right now in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm actually working on doing one for New York for back home. Gotcha. Um, for 20, oh, you're for, from New York. For, yeah, for fall. We got a lot of New York come yeah. through here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they stay in the seats. What part of New York? Queens. Queens. Yeah. Okay. Okay. South Jamaica to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm do something back home. Um, I'm gonna I'm nice. launch that back home for fall 2024. That's what's okay. up. Yeah. That sounds pretty Good-ish. dope. Please let us keep us posted. I got you, of course. You know, yeah. I mean, let the old folks come out and play a little bit. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> he got a mean two-step over here, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, you going to have some fun for real. I ain't know, first of all, but that two-step is me. Tell you, it's, a ho- it's a house of vibes, man. Yeah. <laughs> Word. So... I know that, you know, this whole entrepreneurship and all of that, it's so important to have a good team around you. Yes. Um, you want to talk about that? Because I, yes. I see you got some support here tonight. Yes, that's my long brother. My long brother, Brendan, he came through with the camera. I'm about to have y'all do some stats and stuff. Listen. <laughs> um, so, yes, having having a great team yeah. is key. Like I, like, I think I didn't find that out till year three. Mm-hmm. Right. I think we if we want to count, you know, 2019 through 2020, mm-hmm. if you want to count 19 and 2020, it'll be four years. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to really just say the last two years or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so 2021. That's when I noticed that we, we need a team like mm-hmm. between posting on social media, reaching out to our, our, our manufacturer, you know, uh, pop shops, you know, mm-hmm. it was just it was just a lot of stuff that yeah. I was just putting on my plate. Yeah, it it was just it was just so much. So we ended up um, launching a marketing team. Okay. Um. So it's it's really it's really all it's all females. Oh, okay. All right. I think one no mm-hmm. one other person is uh, my boy Matt, and then we have uh, my one of my close friends uh, Dante. Okay. Why not? So we launched, we launched, we launched that team, and then it just, it just helped, it just kind of delegating tasks, yeah. And stuff like mm-hmm. that. And the tasks are not like nothing crazy or anything like mm-hmm. that. Stuff has got to get done. Yeah, stuff yeah. got to get done. And it, but the but the great thing about it is, all of them are mental health advocates. Mm. Wow. So they want. So it's like it's, it's more so like they want to help rather than oh he telling me to do this and, right, yeah, yeah. Right. and that you know. They and, see the vision, the right. purpose. And yeah. when I and when I and when I speak about the team, I, I don't I don't I don't necessarily say I I I I I when I when I speak to them, I say we all the mm-hmm. time. Right. Like I, I try to really, really hone in on the we aspect because I want them to know like regardless of regardless of the fact of, you know, I might you know get on podcasts, I might do an interview speaking about GVO, but in reality, you no know, I y'all are the reason why I'm able to get mm-hmm. up exactly. there and do nothing stuff. happens yeah. without y'all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, so um, you know, they're 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 amazing, man, honestly. Like I told them like y'all the first ones to get on payroll as soon mm-hmm. as, as soon as the ball get rolling sure. the way it need to. That's Especially with the nonprofit right now, you know, I'm telling them like listen the funding about to come big. in for what you're doing. Exactly. You about to get it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like yep. we're gonna be I'm gonna be able to put y'all on payroll. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. able to, you know, get these things moving and you know, we just because we try to be like I tell them all the time, 
we we not in competition with nobody. Like, right. I don't care about no other clothing brand that's out there. Yep. And somebody say, oh yeah, this brand's better. I don't care. Like, that's yeah. not that. My job is not to be better than the next man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my job is to make an impact. You know, make a, a better community mentally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because a lot, a, mainly people want to focus on you know everything that people are doing rather than what they're doing specifically. Mm-hmm. Like. If this person is, is not doing the right thing, my, my goal is to go over there and ask them, like, yo, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Right. Or whatnot. Like, I want to help, you know? And most people kind of want to look at the negativity mm-hmm. or whatnot. I'm not I'm I'm not looking at that. Yeah. Because I feel like our people are really dealing with a lot. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like, right. N- like, knowledge is power. And a lot of a lot of our people don't have knowledge. Mm-hmm. So if we're able to kind of, you know, come together, yeah. right? If you a brand and I'm a brand, let's come together. Let's throw an event to get these people knowledgeable about some stuff, whether yeah. it's taxes, credit. Um, Absolutely. You know, all yeah. those different things that could really make a change. Mm-hmm. And we got to do that more. I think everybody's yeah. so afraid that somebody's going to take their shine or their their audience. Like, we really need yeah. to come together. The other people ain't, they ain't thinking like that, though. Right. They're not. They're right. not. They, exactly. they, they right. coming together. They pooling these resources and they coming yeah. together and they making things happen. I don't know. It's, exactly. it's our, it's the mentality of our community. Yeah. yeah. But we, we got, for sure. And we got yeah. to break that. I, I think, and I think that's one of the biggest things, too. I think when, um, like, House of Vibes, when we launched that, most people probably thought that, are they doing it for GVO or, you know, yes, we're doing it for GVO because we want to raise awareness. Mm-hmm. Right. But we got other clothing brands that mm-hmm. are there. You know, most of the times when we when we have House of Love, we're probably promoting other clothing brands more than we're promoting right. ours, you know. Right. Um, and that's the biggest thing because I want to promote collaboration. I want to promote everybody working together because when everybody mm-hmm. works together, that's the beauty of everything. Absolutely. Right? That's why yeah. I, my brand is a lifestyle brand. So if, whether you got your brand or whatnot, I'm sure you're going to walk around and say good mm-hmm. vibes at some point or mm-hmm. good vibes only. I want to be around good vibes. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a couple people with it, right? with the good vibes then, on. Ashley? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that's why, I, that's why I jumped to, that's why I'm like, you know what? I want to start building a community around the brand. And yeah. that's why I launched House of Vibes. Like, all of you guys are a part of the mental community. Nice. You know, so you, you I have love it. I want to buy a hat. You got any? How can I cop a hat yeah. tonight? You got any merch yeah. with you? I, I don't. I should have. I should have. Come on, baby. I should have brought some stuff in the car. But I got. I got everything. I got everything in, at home. You just let me know what you need, and I. All and right. I, I need to. I need to look at what you got, and then we can make it happen. I definitely want to support. And plus, it's dope. Yeah. yeah. I'm just not supporting because yeah. you're black, but it's kind of right. hot too. So yeah, they got the little lapel pins that come with it. You mm-hmm. know, got the little beer on the side. Nah, nah, I'm feeling that. Yeah. Okay. You did a um. You did a line especially for uh, breast uh, breast cancer ca- mm-hmm. breast cancer breast awareness. Cancer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we did. So this past October, we did a collaboration with the Delaware Breast Cancer Coalition. Mm-hmm. Uh, that actually actually came from one of my team members, uh, okay. uh, Natisha. She she's she's actually from Delaware. She was actually working with them. I think she was working with them with her previous job. Okay. And she was like, "Hey, uh, you know, if you want to do something for breast cancer, I can reach out to yeah, you know, some people wow. that I know." She reached out. Um, we made a collab. We was like, you know what? We could do uh, five dollars each sale for each T-shirt. We'll donate. We was able to um, donate over two hundred dollars. Wow! Um, nice. To them, good. So that that was great. And then um, we had this project that was released beforehand uh, called Breaking the Trauma. Um, mm. This is about yeah. So this one is just about breaking all the cycles, all of the okay. the trauma, the experiences. You know, starting your healing journey. Yeah. Everything of that nature. So that's why we named it Project One. Um, I'm such a creative I'm, I'm a creative And I'm also like Very strategic mm-hmm. So Because I named Project 1 Breaking the Trauma I gotta figure out How I can What I'm gonna name Project 2 To kinda mm. okay. work, work, in hand, work in hand In hand with okay. it 
Um, and I'm probably going to get that drop next year for sure. Okay, yeah, nice. Sure. Thank you. I love it. Very creative. <laughs> I, I, now, do you have a mentor? Does, is there someone mentoring you or I, to help you on this journey outside of your support yeah. team, but someone that's like I don't. Okay. Um, I've been I've been honestly looking for one, um, but a, a, a lot of people a lot of people like they in competition with you. Mm, you know what I mean? Okay. So, and it's just like I've hit. I've, I've reached out to like people who have like successful clothing brands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just uh, like I don't like I don't know. They just mm. act weird. You know they want to like they'll they'll leave you on scene. And wow. They'll they'll res maybe respond once or twice. Mm -hmm. I'm like all right. You know like you ain't hurting me. Like I'm gonna still do my thing. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But either but mostly what I do is if there's if there's somebody on the gram that I've like whose page I came across, mm -hmm. um, I like how they maneuver. I like how they market. Um, I, I'll study them. Okay. So I'll see. I'll see what you did. Uh, I'll see. Like, all right, cool. Um, so when he designed that hoodie, he he was looking for different a different type of fabric. So let me look for a different type of fabric, right? Mm -hmm. As well that I could do. Let me find a design. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. This is how he's marketing his page. This is not, like the type of edits he does. Okay, cool. Let me figure out how I can do it in my way. In your way. Yeah. Um, and what else? Um, even even just like. Even just the bio, yeah, like that's that's what I'm looking at. I think the the biggest thing that right now where I can't get that I need is like mm -hmm. the marketing, the marketing uh, knowledge. But um, for the most part, like studying studying is key. <laughs> studying is key. Studying is definitely studying key. Is key for sure. <laughs> so, so what do you what do you impart on your students day to day? Like other than giving them that information about science and technology oh, and learning, what what's some of the other things outside of that educational piece that you Find yourself giving them everything. I give them everything. Um, I think that a majority of these kids who are in school now have been tremendously affected by the pandemic. Yes. Right. So, um, you know, eighth grade. What grades you teach? I teach. So I teach seventh for the first half, and then I teach eighth the second. The okay. Second half. So these kids were like fourth grade, fourth <laughs> fifth grade when the pandemic hit. Yeah. Yeah, and they so, lost a couple of years. Yeah. So you know, a lot of <clears throat> like the reading levels are behind. Mm -hmm. Um. So what starts to happen is once, once a, a certain word comes out that they are not aware of, they branch check out. Mm -hmm. Um. What starts to happen is they start to, you know, deflect. They start doing everything else. Want to play around? They start yeah. talking. All yeah. these different things. Um, and when you kind of when you when you start to realize that, it's like, all right, cool. Let me use let me utilize this as a teaching moment. Mm -hmm. um, and what I try to tell them all the time is, you know, like you may not understand certain certain things that we're trying to get y'all to understand now. Yeah. But I mean, you may not understand it, but at some point you're gonna have to you're gonna you're gonna say yo mr ware is right mm -hmm. um i have to, uh, i have a co-teacher and i have a, a special education teacher in my class mm -hmm. mr mo and um miss briscoe i'm like yo you're gonna realize at some point that the stuff that we're telling you is true right like some of you guys want to be followers right um you know they have like um this literacy block where um they have like a 30 minutes after after my class where they have to do reading mm -hmm. right to enhance their, their reading levels mm -hmm. um they, you know they be playing around and all this mm -hmm. stuff and we're like yo listen like y'all gotta go to high school yeah and then after high school some of y'all want to go to college yeah if y'all can't read this then what do you what do y'all think y'all doing yeah and i i try to give them the, the real mm -hmm. you know um because as of right now i think in our school is is I think seventh grade is probably 100 percent i think 100 percent african-american oh, wow. wow 
Yeah. Is it a charter okay. school? Charter school, yeah. Okay. Um, I work at Kip. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I try to I try to tell them like, listen, how they how they treat you here in school? Yeah. That's not how they gonna do it out there in the real world, mm-hmm. right? And I want y'all to understand that because they be like, Mister Ware, you're so strict, and I'm like, I'm not strict. I'm Are just, sure? I'm really just, I'm really just, sure. I'm not. You don't even look but like I'm you also, can be straight. All right, but I'm also, I'm also, I'm also the only male teacher in the seventh, in seventh grade. I believe it. Grade, oh, right? wow. I believe it. So yeah. when they come into my room, it's, it's me and my co-teacher, Mr. Mo. Yeah. Right? So they come into the room with all the testosterone that. Mm-hmm. So they're hearing of the deep, yo, stop. Right. You need to sit down. Uh, focus up. Level zero. No talking. Yeah. Right? So when they hear that bass, it's like, <sighs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So like, you gotta imagine they're not probably not hearing that at home. How many exactly. of them have their dad in the house? That and that's and that's the biggest thing. And yeah. I feel like I feel like it's a messed up it's messed up on both ends, right? I feel like it's tough on the children because of course most children want their dads, whether whether yeah. you're a, a young lady or you're a young man, you you want that yeah. There's certain things that even even moms could put poor things into the, the young ladies. Absolutely. But there's still that certain piece that that dad has to fill, mm-hmm. right? And it's vice versa for the males. There's certain things that that mom has to fill, right? Um, and you know, for the, for the for the parents, they they feel out at home, right? The kids, they feel out at home as well. Um, and then they come to school, and then they kind of they don't have that much of authority, right? At home. So when they have that authority in school, it's like they don't want to. Yeah. I don't want yeah. to do what you're saying da, 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 and all these different things and it's just like it's tough now because it makes our job a little bit more difficult yeah. you know um, and then we'll call the parents and sometimes the parents they may not you know care too much yeah. I would say or they may say they may you know they may do a little show on the phone like yeah when they get home I'm gonna do this and that da, da, da. but when I kick him out to school tomorrow he's the same kid from mm-hmm. yesterday you know <laughs> so it's like um, that kind of says to me you know um they just do whatever they could do at that moment mm-hmm. um, to just kind of feel like they address the situation, but the situation is not really addressed. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's crazy. Well, thank you for all that you're doing. I mean, Appreciate it's you. not easy being it's a teacher. Not. It's not. <laughs> not today. It, mm-hmm. it really isn't. So not it, it takes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So definitely thank you for that. Um, so as we're coming to a close to our show, how can people follow you? What are the okay. what do you have coming up next? And, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so um, first things first, uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's at classified, right? C L A S S I F I E D S underscore. Uh, you can follow the clothing brands um, Instagram at G V O L L C underscore and for the official nonprofit as it's today, um, House of Vibes, it's okay. underscore House of Vibes. Um, vibes with a Z. And, okay, yeah. so it's an underscore before the House of Vibes. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we have it all. We have all your handles up on, perfect. except for that one piece was missing, the yeah. underscore um, before House of Vibes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. 5013C certified as of today. That's yep. what's up. Yes. My man, congratulations. Yes. Was that a hard process? Um, it wasn't a hard process, so I hired one of my frat brothers from New York. Okay. Um, he actually did all the paperwork and all that stuff. Nice. So he's he's basically I, he's my assistant when it comes to all the back end stuff that I need for mm-hmm. the nonprofit. He'll mm-hmm. let me know um, everything that I'm gonna do. I'm planning planning on doing. Mm-hmm. I'm running through him. 
Okay. So I'm just like, all right, cool. For this type of event, what do I, what do I need? Yeah. Or whatnot. And then he'll give me like the little ins and outs. Like, that's yeah. good. Hey, so that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. That's you good. Know, so, yeah. that's you got good. a good grant yeah, writer on your sure. team, huh? Did you have a good grant writer on your team? I don't. So, um, I'm actually, I'm actually, I actually put out a, uh, a story the other day for a grant writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to one of my friends, uh, Jr. And I was asking him, like, yo, how do you, like, how do I get grants and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Then he told me the process that he does, uh, which is necessarily, like, you know, making a contract, a percentage of whatever it is that you could get me for this grant. So mm-hmm. let's throw numbers around, 10%, right? Mm-hmm. If you get me a grant for 100K, that's $10,000 for you in your pocket. Right. Yeah. Right? Um, then we'll, we'll we'll take that 90K and then we'll do what we got to do with that. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think that's the approach I'm going to take with yeah. the grant riders that are, that I'm going to be meeting with soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm meeting about maybe like two of them. Um, so I'm going. That's going to be key. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good, Thank man. You. Get that good. government money. Very yes, proud sir. of you. you. You're doing some really good things. Appreciate you. Um, you know, not just as a teacher, but also just in the the whole community with the message right. that you're spreading right. and your team and all of that is so important. Right. Thank you. So um, <laughs> continue to let us know how we can support you and make sure you check your emails. I will. Yo, I will. Right, I, I listen, will. everybody will. don't do business on Instagram, okay? That yo, is I'm, awful. I'm, I'm bad. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, did he just throw shade? That was nah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, well, I'm used to, you know, I'm used to everybody doing business on Instagram. I was like, I cocked my head to the side. Did he just throw shade at me? <laughs> no, because usually, because usually for like, so for for example, like. It's all good. No, because. Cause I did, cause I ain't gonna lie. When I wrote it, I was like, damn, she probably think I'm being shady and whatnot. I'm like, nah. It's like, because, you know I'm shady. Yeah, I, I did, but I was like, I, I don't want to say something. And it's like, all right, maybe I was being shady, and I'm not. I'm trying to backtrack nah, now. But so like, let me just act like, like you doing right answer. now. Yeah. You so, settle. We'll let it settle. Look, I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all what happened. All I did. So normally, I check the the GBO emails when uh-huh. I know like we got a drop or you know, and, and, and a lot of people are buying. If, if it's out of influx of orders coming in, I, I'll just check it maybe you know every two three days, mm-hmm. maybe longer. <laughs> Maybe longer, maybe longer, longer. maybe longer. Um, but sometimes I do overlook emails. Uh, you know, sometimes you go in your emails and it's like certain names, certain names mm-hmm. you always look look for. Yeah. Um, that's that's what it was. And then like I'll hit her up and I'll be like, Oh, did you send me an email? No. And then I'll go scroll. I'll no, go scroll. He don't, no, no, you don't. You didn't ask if I sent you an email. You'll be like. I was trying to get in touch. Did I hear this? I'm like, yeah, my sister reached out to you. Well, I'm a, I probably got your sister cursed out a couple of times. Okay. My bad. There she go, right there. Oh, that's, that's her, you? right there. Oh. <laughs> she going she gonna listen. She's gonna be ready to fight you when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to M. O'Neill. Congratulations. We got Thank some you. shout outs coming out to you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank for you. I appreciate sure. it, guys. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're, I'm excited for you. And did you you say what was coming up next? Oh, did you um, give us that? So, yeah, so what's coming up next? Honestly, um, we're working on, so we're working on an exclusive, uh, exclusive drop. Um, it's going to be a limited release. So it's going to be like first, first come, first serve type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start doing, we're, we feel like we hit a point where we could start doing drops where it's just like, uh, one and done. Okay. No, it. You you gang gang if you got this. Okay. You don't don't. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, and then of course you know we're working on uh, House of Vibes New York. Okay. I think um, I think we're gonna be trying to put our all into that. 
Okay. Um, we we're gonna do that that one of one drop, and then we're probably just gonna gear the summer and fall gear towards um, the fall. Um, because I think we're probably going to incorporate like a, a fashion show. Oh, nice. Um, a fashion show nice. with that. There you go. Okay. Um, so we're probably just going to probably buy in, buy into that, make it real big. Um, and know, we're probably going to restock on like the entire catalog. Okay. And just have it there so people can purchase, you know, right after the fashion show, right after the fashion show is over. Nice. So, like so when are you going nice. to take this uh, awesome. down to Del State? That's going to be the move right there. Alumni yeah. coming so, back with the yeah, merch take, and everything. I'm going to take, take it to Del State too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to figure out. I just gotta figure out how I want to do. I know I've been doing certain collaborations with certain uh, organizations, like one entity. Yeah. Like they do their own uh, fashion shows, mm-hmm. um, and they always feature GVO in there. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what I can possibly do, just brand brand wise, mm-hmm. um, to to um, you know do at Del State. I know there's a lot of a lot of event spaces down there in yeah. Dover um, that we could rent out. I just gotta think about what I can what type of event I can put together to bring these college kids out because I don't want to put together you know um, I could put together a, a mental health event of course it's going to be a mental health event yeah. either way yeah. um, but like panelists guest speakers like them kids not going to want to come in there and sit mm-hmm. down and hear yeah. that all day long so right. I got to think about you know what's what's something fun um, what's something fun interactive uh, that you know, I could get all these kids to you know come out yeah. and enjoy, yeah. shop, and stuff like that. So. Do you know Meshach nice. Taylor? I mean Meshach Stinnett. Meshach, brand ambassador for Dell State you know, Radio Shack. I know, Shack, I know Meshach right? Radio Shack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm gonna say rock with you with him. All right, bet. Yeah, yeah. I, he, I, he, I, he can, yeah, he walk you through all that. Bet say that. Well, awesome. I'm glad that you finally got on. I know. I know. I'm here. Yeah, you are here. <laughs> you are here in the flesh. And um. And it was worth it. It was definitely worth yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was. It was definitely worth it. Um, you have a lot going on, and I, I love to see young people, you know, do their thing, and right. that actually has. The, you have a real message. Right. So, um, you know, keep doing you, and and keep inspiring, keep gotcha. being creative, and let us know how we can support. I'm, we'll I'm sure no you doubt. will. Oh, of course, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. I'm sure you will. Of course. It's all good, and um, you know, hopefully next the next Rebirth Live, you'll right. be able to. Cool. Oh yeah, represent Definitely. good vibes and for sure. you know for sure. do all of that. So for thank sure. you so much. No problem. And even if even if I'm not living out here in in the DMV, I'm yeah, I'll, you might go to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You might move to Atlanta. Yeah, but I'm a, listen, listen, listen. You listen. Might go to Black you give me, you give me, you get, you give me, you give me a time frame. I, I'll, I'll be here. I'm gonna give um, you. Um, the time frame is gonna be one day, but I'm gonna tell you another day so you can hear. Oh, the day before. <laughs> I can deal with that. I can deal with that. I can deal with that for sure. For and I'll make sure. sure I put it in your Instagram messages. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love sure. it. Yes. Thank you guys for drop for rocking out tonight. You have been listening to the Rebirth on Philly Jams ninety five point three FM. Good vibes, yes, mental sir. health, mental community. I keep putting health behind yeah. that. Mental community. Make <laughs> sure you guys support, support, support. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we have what two more shows. Yep. Before we are taking a break, you know, every year, December, we take the month off so everybody can, you know, enjoy time with their families. And uh, we're coming back with mm-hmm. a great 2024. We have some things in the works, so we're really excited about that. Um, someone says, happy belated birthday, Eli. Look, you still hey. getting love. I sh- as I should. Look at you. Thank you, whoever said that. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Again, guys, make sure you follow us on all platforms. Wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. And again, our name has changed. It is at Rebirth You Podcast. So make sure 
you uh, make note of that. Thank you again, Sean. No Appreciate Thank you. For you. Me. Right, no doubt. Until yes. next week, have a blessed week, guys. Good night. Bye bye.